Super Chat. Uh, Nick Nuthouse uh, is adding to uh, Will's uh, Super Chat stack. Really? Yeah. Why? Uh, you got 10 bucks. He says, yeah. uh, congratulations on the win. <laughs> Thanks. Another gas truck win. Keep track of it, because <laughs> the last time I wanted any of my internet money, you were like, I don't know how much you have. <laughs> I don't. I didn't know how much you had, to be yeah. honest with you. I, I forgot. I had it all written down at in, like, July, and then... Uh, and then I kind of lost track since then. Marjorie, take a note, please. Yeah, we should have we should have our producer just keep track. Ten dollars for Will. Ten dollars for Will. This is Alex Sturgeon with the Hobbytown Hobbyplex, and with me as always, Will Brinton. And uh, we have a special guest. We have uh, Ignite RC, uh, the owner and uh, all-around fast guy, team associated driver for life, Chad Parks. <laughs> <He's looking Woo>! <laughs> so Chad Parks is here. We're here. We're going to spend the first part of the show kind of getting into what uh, these two were off doing uh, this weekend, and then we'll. Uh, Chad's got to leave at like seven fifteen ish, so we'll. Uh, Get big, get into race results. minutes of chatty goodness. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's got to. Somebody's got to put these kids to bed. Yeah. So, so uh, we had a pretty normal weekend of racing here at the Hobbyplex, um, the original one uh, here in Omaha, Nebraska, and uh, <laughs> and um, I want to go over Friday night. Friday night was a good night. Uh, Saturday carpet off road. We had sixty entries for that one, so it was a good day that day. Not for me, but for everybody else. And then, um, and then we raced on road on Sunday, and they beat they beat carpet off road by like two entries. It was like sixty two to sixty. I was really bummed out. We just needed two extra entries. But then we also had the race at Fast Lane, which was dominated pretty much by all of our locals. That's what I call them now because uh, Alex actually lives in Lincoln. Yeah, and uh, Ethan Delaire did really good. Um, uh, Oh my gosh, I'm blanking on his name all of a sudden. Ruben King. Oh, yeah, Drew. Said Alex. Yeah, Drew. Drew Ruben King did really good. Um, uh, I saw uh, uh, Alberico, I think it was fourth or fifth, something like that. I'm trying to find the, the results. I tried to get on, uh, oh, here it is. So uh, you had Alex, and then uh, Drew Ruben King was second, Ethan Delaire was third. So I just want to claim them. They're our guys. <laughs> yeah and then uh i think wesley gifford was fourth and david albarico oh fifth. that's who it was yeah, yeah wesley Wes. gifford and then yeah he it's kind of cool to see him do good here's the actual results um because i don't think they're right on live rc uh so cody mcclanahan i don't have i have i ever met him before because the name doesn't sound familiar i don't know he runs around with wesley and brad dean and stuff okay so are they like uh, st louis guys yeah. Okay. Uh, Stevie Slover was eighth. Good job for him. Uh, Taylor Larson was ninth. Uh, Braxton Culley was tenth. Uh, Kyle Skidmore came up in a rare Kyle Skidmore sighting. Um, <laughs> yeah. Eleventh, uh, right in front of Rico. Uh, Ross Westhoff was thirteenth. Joe Duffy, Nate Jaskett, Ken Peterson, Owen Vanderbeek was seventeenth. Mitchell Pavel went down there. He finished eighteenth, so not last. Um, Trevor Nault was nineteenth. Connor Light, Tyler Keel. Bradley Peterson, Josh Wykins, and Andrew Reynolds uh, was 24th. I know Tyler Keel. I'm like, what? 
What's he doing? What's he doing here? He's Our he's lost. Yeah. yeah, he's lost. But Bobles that was that way. That was a good group of mis- Midwesterns. Bobles I think. Bobles I, outside. Yeah. <laughs> but that's definitely a Midwestern pack. So you had Plexers, um, St. Louis guys, KC guys, some Oklahoma guys. What's his name? Braxton. He's from Southern Missouri, right? Like yep. right on the border with like Oklahoma and stuff. I think. Yeah, close to there. Close. And then uh, Des Moines guys, and then uh, um, Mitchell kind of held it down for Omaha as the lone guy from Omaha. I feel bad I never get to go to that race. Yeah, I wanted to go, but gas truck. Gas truck, baby. Duty called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I so, was needed. Good job, Vanderbeek. They sent up the gas truck signal. Yeah. Uh, but great job for Vanderbeek and Drew and Ethan and, and the rest of the guys that went down there, of course. Um, yeah, I don't know. One of these years I'm going to have to try to schedule it so I can be a part of it. I, I honestly hate that style of racing. What? <laughs> the, just the nonstop heads up stuff. I suck at it. I did one of those. I did the factory tracks race with Alan Horn once and just got decimated. Yeah, so you're I, hating your stuff. I kind of, I'm well. That I was running the twenty two four two point though. Yeah, which is no. You were hating your stuff. Probably one of the worst cars to drive of all time. Huh. Yeah, I never drove one. Yeah, burn it with fire. That's my motto for that car. I feel bad because I probably know that is a, a couple of the designers, or at least I've met them before, so they're probably yeah. Like, they don't mind. Probably like man, that Alex guy's. If I ever, if I ever go, hey. uh think I could get back on Losi and they'd be like, no, you trash our 2.0 all the time. <laughs> yeah. Repeatedly. Repeatedly. Pretty much, non- <laughs> pretty much nonstop, actually. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, okay. And then the other one, before we get to you guys, uh, the Alabama manufacturer shootout, I just want to go over real fast because um, Mason went down there and uh, did really good. 12.0. So that's, it, I guess that's the 12th year. That sound right? Mm-hmm. It's yep. funny that they add the point oh. So it's like, do they are they ever going to have like an eleven or point five? You you have to start over at twenty maybe. So oh. then you have one point one. Oh, and so on. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, that makes I don't sense. Know. <laughs> I it's fun to do that every do something different every once in a while because I think our crash in is going to be crash in six. Hmm. Like not yeah. the six. I don't call it the sixth annual or anything. It's just six. Yeah. The crash in six. Six years of doing carpet. Wow. Yeah. It seems like it was just like just six yesterday. years ago. I know. I was going through some old pictures and I found that one of Emerson getting third. Yeah. When uh, when Mac won the crash, I think it was the second annual crash in. Yeah. 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 When Mac just showed up and beat us all. Yeah, I know. Made us look stupid. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. He still he still talks about that race. And I would be too. Yeah. yeah, yeah no <laughs> doubt. It's kind of annoying how Live RC has the mains last, so he's got to scroll all the way down now in order to find him instead of just having him right there in front of you. Uh Pro Buggy, Nitro A main. So it's uh Ch- Chad, th- these races they they do these different formats. You know, they uh they go on for five days, sometimes three days, sometimes four days, but it always seems like it's just no matter what you do format wise, it's basically the same people. 
I didn't even get the chan a chance to follow that format. We were racing, we didn't have cell phone service. So I didn't really even get to see how in the world that worked. Um, uh, to be real honest with you, I didn't either. Uh, no, I was, okay. I was yeah. busy running races Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday I had to work all day. So I didn't, I didn't get to, I didn't get to see a lot of it. Um, but the way I understand it, they did qualifying. I think they did like three rounds of qualifying using your best three combined laps. Yeah, that sounds right. And then, and then they, they did a super pole. So you basically just had to qualify into that top group and then they super pulled it. And then, then they ran, uh, the main, it was a 45 minute nitro a main. And then I think they ran triple a mains, I think for e-buggy, maybe double a mains. I got to look here, but either way, I, I think the goal was to get everybody like more track time and more just up, up front racing. So, but again, like I said, you look at the results here and it's, there's no real surprises. I mean, all the names here are basically the, the nitro names that we would normally see at these things. Uh, right. Mason, let's see, Dakota won, Ryan second, Tyler Jones was third. Um, so he's, he's back there where he was kind of at the, with Silver State and DNC and the other um, uh, race time entertainment races. But uh, Tebow got fourth. Um, Cavalier, I believe, got the bump and then ended up fifth. And then Mason Fuller was sixth. And then you can kind of lump uh, Van Dalen in there. We, I, I kind of claim him as a local because he comes down when he can for the, for the techno series, and uh, he got ninth. And the regular names: Spen, Spencer Eckert, Joe Bornhorst, Brand, Jackson Brunson, Ryan Lutz, Cole Ogden, kind of the kind of the usual suspects. And then let me get back up here to this. So, yeah, Triple A mains for eBuggy. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Mayfield with the triple A main win. Ty Tessman um, got to escape Canada again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Dakota Fenn. <laughs> Spencer Rivkin. Jared Tebow was fifth. Uh, Brandon Rose. Mason Fuller was seventh right in front of Tyler Jones. Um, and then you got Caden Fuller. I think these guys got the bump. Caden Fuller and the, the kiddo. I can't. I don't want to screw up his first name. Is it? Oh, Phi Phi Long Nguyen. Phi Long Nguyen. Phi Long Nguyen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm as somebody who race directs and says names all the time. There's certain yeah. types of names that I screw up, and that's one of them. Um. I love it when people ask me how to pronounce something, and I'm like, "Dude, you're asking the wrong guy." <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, so there you go. So again, um, Mason, man, Mason's been, uh, on it. I think, I think practicing at the, at the horse compound all summer is oh, yeah. really helping out there with him for sure. I would concur. Yeah. That place looks really nice too for a backyard track. Well, and what's know? really cool about backyard tracks that are basically just practice tracks is you can make stuff as dumb and stupid as you want. Yeah, and there's nobody, and to, nobody to complain. Yeah. Yeah. You could have that whoops. That would be fun. You could have whoops that are like like motocross whoops. I'd be scared what Alex would build like un, unchecked. Well, with no account with no accountability whatsoever. Yeah. There'd definitely be an over under. Two of them. <laughs> There'd be like two of them. Two. 
Heck, Probably like a yeah. Hot Wheels loop. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of that, I'm kind of bummed out. We got two weeks and then I got to change the track for the techno series. And because I got to put the oval back in on Tuesday, tomorrow. And uh, unfortunately, that rolling whoop section has got to go. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. But I think what I'm going to do is I think I'm just going to move it. Like I'm just going to take that same dirt and just put it somewhere else and basically build the same thing. I, I was think- telling Will that weekend, that was a really cool, a well-executed. I build something like that. It never works. Well, but are you building stuff outside or inside for that? Well, probably I would probably build that outside. Cause I, I would think that something like that outside, it's going to, it's going to get, it's going to get beat to shit. Yeah. You know, we're like indoor. You can kind of, because I have, because you can tamp it so much and water it and tamp it and basically make it super hard. It, it, I was worried the front of that was going to get blown out, but it didn't. Yeah. So that no, was cool. I was pretty it held happy. up surprisingly well. It did. It was fun Friday. Friday was good. We had uh, full heat, 10, 10 e-buggies on Friday. All right, where did you guys go? Okay, uh, we went to Shaw's RC in Ardmore, Arkansas for the... Uh, it, was, it was Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I was going to oh, say, sorry. I thought it was Oklahoma. I, I don't know why I was thinking Arkansas. Arkansas, I'm sorry. Oklahoma. Take, take two. Take two. Um, we went to... <laughs> Anyway, we went went to Oklahoma, Shaw's RC, uh, for their truck nationals, their unofficial official truck nationals, and um, it was really cool. It was a, I, Alex, you'd have dug it. They had mini truggy outdoor. You could have put some tires on it on your car and got out there and had a good time. Um, I only raced one class, and that one class was my all time favorite class, gas truck. And Chad Parks, uh, what did you race? Uh, I ran gas truck too, and I decided to build a truggy for that for that weekend, and it didn't go very well. So, yeah, you know. um, no, it was a it was a great event. It Did was you like, put a "Let's uh, Go Brandon" flag on the back of it? Uh, I feel like I should have. Oh. Yeah, uh, you'd have fit it. You, you, uh, people would have dug it, I'm sure. Uh, but no, uh, it it was like a really big club race, you know. I like saw the I, entry I, count. It was like 130 something. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. I think it was a click smaller than last year, but the people down there are awesome. They're just yeah. super kind, nice and helpful. And uh, they cooked for us, Eddie Doggett and his crowd of, uh, I yeah. can't name everybody there because I can't remember. And um, they run live time. So that's good because you can follow the results. Yeah. And the track's super just old school. It's kind of smaller jumps. It's just, it's kind of like you just went back in time about 15 years when you go to that track. It reminded me of the Lincoln track. Oh, okay. Alex. Like they, did hard, they, they kind of hard packed it this time. So it was like silt over hard pack or sand over hard pack. And uh, I didn't prefer it as much as I did last year when it was just like soft sand rollers loam. But it's still, still pretty cool. You can get in the edges and throw some roost. Did you guys run taller tires then or was it? Still like double D's and stuff. Goosebumps. Goosebumps? Goosebumps in the rear. Yes. These bad boys. These meaty claw <laughs> tail throwing. With uh it tires. open cell or closed cell foam? Open cell. Open cell? Yep. And then double D's up front were the ticket. They were pretty pretty decent. I was I was surprised that that was a good combo. But Chad, what what is the transition from Proline to J Concepts been for you this year? Really good. So 
I mean, it wouldn't downplay, downplay uh, ProLine whatsoever, but J Concepts right out of the gate, um, I was just immediately comfortable. So I had like most of the outdoor season learning tires and learning what did what, what I liked. And then once I landed on all that for outdoor stuff, it's awesome. It works fantastic. So. And what on, on, on fast lanes indoor, is it, is it, is it gold like us or is it silver or is it? I've always ran gold there and I, I haven't been running indoor much since last year, to be honest. I actually ran, only ran it fast lane once indoor since I switched. Has there been, uh, cause you talk to him every once in a while, but like with Jared, not really running any 10 scale and you don't really see, I mean, you see like guys like Mayfield right now, not running 10 scale near as much. Do you think that's on purpose? Or is it just because of, of the, the last year and a half has been so stupid with COVID that there hasn't been very many places for them to go? I personally, I think everybody's just kind of over it. Mm. I, I mean, especially on a pro level with the big events. And I mean, you know, the tire program's always kind of the same. Yeah. Um, it's just two touring car. I think everybody's just kind of tired of it. We, we were talking about this last week. Where now that now that there's no Reedy race again, the the number of ten scale big events is going to be is we were trying to count like on our on one hand like what big events there still are besides you could you could say the CRCRC race and then yeah and then the 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 Desert Classic which you know and then the INS races right and then Nats you know. But I get the feeling people don't like going to Nats right now. I get the same feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's Roar's, necessarily Roar's fault. I think it's just a, it's just the. I think it's more of uh, people are really into one day races. Mm. It's hard for like your average dude to take four days off work. Exactly. To go to Nats. I, I was going to go to that Lone Star race. Um and an NDRC in December. And I'm just like, man, I just can't afford it. Is it a one day? It's two it's, days. It's, it? Yeah. It's a full weekend race. And I'm yeah. thinking to myself, the days, it's not necessarily the, the time spent there, although it is with the ho- hotel and stuff, but I actually think I would have been able to stay at a friend's house, but it's the days off of work. Like I'd lose four days off of work. I just, uh, just don't feel like it. That's always my biggest deciding factor when the picking and choosing which races I go to. Yeah. How many days off work am I going to miss? And how many days away from my wife am I going to miss? Right. Yeah. You know, it's like, um, or I could go to four uh, regional st- style races, have uh, less, less travel. You get a, an extra day for travel and uh, you're home on Sunday for dinner or whatever you're going to do. And I still, I get to see, talk to more, have more quality conversation with my friends and people that I don't get to see very often at the track. And, uh, that's kind of what it's more about, right? You know, yeah. um, everybody wants to win, but you want to have a good time with your buddies. Yeah. How you know? cool was it this weekend? Like just not thrashing on stuff and dude, I think we're the only a, one taking our cars apart. There's a know? lot of <laughs> sitting back in the chair and just, yeah, it was great. Doing nothing. Yeah, just uh, in, enjoying everybody at the track and getting in. I, I did not know a single person there other than Chad, and it was awesome because I got to meet new people. Yeah. 
And I'm still thinking about that food that that guy made that was so good. <laughs> I re I recreated it. I just I it, we did pretty good. I actually texted him for the recipe, and he said he's going to make a video for me. Really? Oh. And uh, I just went for it last night, and I did pretty decent. So yeah, I need I need to share my experience with him, and that's what I had it again for leftovers tonight. Nice. Little dog man surprise. Yeah, I was surprised. Is <laughs> uh, it, it was really good. Yeah, I was surprised. What what was it? Like describe it for me. What, so the type okay. of meat is the surprise because like, it changes. Is it like raccoon or something or No, it just it changes. So <laughs> it might be like we had it with smoked turkey. It might be turkey oh, okay. or beef or sausage or whatever. So that's the surprise part is what oh, meat okay. he decides to put in it that day. Surprise. Yeah, it's like potatoes and sausage and cheese and I don't want to give all the secrets away. Stove right. top stuffing. Mm, yeah. That's the, that's the kicker. And then it all just mixes together into a mush. Nice. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's like this, this big, big blob on a plate. And I didn't even <laughs> like ask for it. Nobody asked if I was hungry. I just got handed it. And I was like, hell yeah, dude, I'll eat it. And I, <laughs> I had some, I was like, what is this? This is so good. So yeah. th thanks Eddie. You're the man. So yeah, we had 13, how many trucks did we have at that race? 13 and then uh, like 12 solid, in the main maybe. Solid 13. I thought I it was more say. than that. Was it? Right. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. I, I thought there was like 15 or 16. So our highlight Either of the way, weekend was... Either way, a full, full race. That's what matters. Yeah, our highlight was by far finding traction. Did and your mains, were your mains in the daytime or at night? At night. And it was still like... I don't know. There, there's just not that much grip at that track mm. unless it's like just super tacky and super loose, but it was hard pack. So the hard pack just kind of offered not, not too much grip the whole time, mm. but we actually got our trucks to go straight, which was, <laughs> was a major accomplishment. Yeah. Like our I, first laps were like, Oh my gosh, what, what are we doing? Well, cause I, I remember running gas truck at Pleasant Hill in the daytime yeah. and it would, it was tough. And then the it nighttime, nighttime would come around and all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, here we go. Yeah. It wasn't quite like that transition. It was kind of just slick the whole time, mm. mm -hmm. but we did, we pulled out all the grip tricks, like all of them, chassis yeah. flex and wheelbase and shorten everything and, uh, soften and toe all the toe, all yeah. the flex. Slam some angle into those drive shafts. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Yeah, I I thought of one thing on the way home, but um, we didn't get the opportunity to try it. But I think it, the next time that we go, we're going to do it. At least yeah. I am. You didn't. You never told me you were sitting right next to me. Oh, uh, at what point on the way home? Bo boiling the a arms. Oh yeah, that was on your oh. way home from my house. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good was idea. Was it? I thought I was in your in your truck. Maybe we did chat about it. Yeah, I thought we did talk about it. Yeah, so like what time did we get done? Eleven? Yeah, ten. Yeah. I think we were driving out of there at ten thirty. Yeah, so uh we got done at yeah, around eleven or whatever. We we're on the road by eleven. So we get to Chad's house at five thirty in the morning. Five AM, like four forty five, four fifty. Oof. Yeah. And then I left <laughs> Chad's house and drove straight home. Oof. So uh for the First five hours of that day. What time did we get up? Seven or eight, something like that. Yeah, seven. 
I had a pretty decent hangover. <laughs> and and so my day was miserable starting off. And then, then I was awake for 26 hours. <laughs> yes. yes. It was a good time, man. I, I do it over again. I used to do that. I, don't, I can't do that anymore. I fall asleep. I almost did. Yeah, I was fine. I couldn't even believe I, I didn't even struggle one bit. Mm. Yeah. Thank, thank the... Uh, Thank the the state for rumble strips. Yeah, <laughs> didn't even touch them. I, didn't I was, know. dude. I was hitting them. I was I was Formula One in all the rumble strips. Oh man, I almost <laughs> I, I almost hit a deer. I almost killed Chris Catlett and I once um, when we were coming back from the Nitro Challenge at like two thirty a.m. in the morning on Highway Forty, mm-hmm. right right outside of Flagstaff, and. Uh, he was falling asleep. He's like, dude, I can't drive anymore. And I was like, well, I can't drive. He's like, you're going to have to drive. And I'm like, okay. And got in and sure enough, dude, I drifted off. I remember dreaming, like starting to dream as I was driving. And then I woke up from the dream. We were pointed right at a overpass. Uh, at the last second, I'm like, <laughs> at the last second, I swerved back over. And the next exit, I got off and I just said, screw this. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> yeah (laughs) yes like dumb and dumber style and then you go go 900 miles in the the opposite direction direction. yeah (laughs) i just let chris sleep which is hard because he snores so bad that he wakes himself up so it's you're like you're like driving you're like john denver's full of shit (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, uh, well, we didn't talk about the main. Um, yeah, go for it. Chad, Chad uh, had a way better car. Uh, and a lot of that is that. So when we got there, I had a new engine. And we broke it in the night before. We're breaking it in. Woo, and we're tuning on it. And I'm just making some passes. And the whole reason is is because I'm running, uh, I'm running all the horsepower in the world right here. This is right. all of it. And, um, I needed something with a little bit. What happened to the more... internet money? Huh? What happened to well, the internet money? That, that's where, that's where we're going oh, okay. with the, bro- right. that's, I, I bought the broken in engine, I brought the engine that we went to break in with the internet money. And, um, <laughs> so you get down there, it's all, all broken. It's got, uh, five tanks on it. It's ready to start tuning on and, you know, uh, maybe just doing some more passes and, um, we're not beating it up. We got it on the stand and, um, she makes a loud noise. She Ping. starts, starts singing. No, mm. it was like more, more of like a grindy <laughs> sound. Oh, and her like, huh, that's weird. What's rubbing? Like, I don't know. It might be the brake, something like that. And then, uh, we start running a little bit and it shuts off and it threw her out. So my, my ace in the hole motor, uh, with less, with less power than my speed. Um, that thing's out the window. Dumb stuff so, happens for no reason. Yep. So I qual ran the first qualifier with my speed, I believe. Maybe. No. Yeah. Did yeah, I? Full on. Yeah. And um, this thing, like, I ha- I'm running like the throttle at forty percent, like super rich. Uh, all of all the things I can do to try to get this thing detuned as much as possible, and it just isn't working. So. Chad starts putting together the, the, um, T T G engine, um, with a different piston and sleeve that we were going to have to try to break it in. 
And then, then we had the idea to take the carburetor. Chad had the idea to take the carburetor off that one, the TG engine, which is a smaller carburetor, and put it on my speed. And that was a lot, um, a lot better. Uh, but it still wasn't like the greatest thing. Like it would get around better. Mm. So I ran that, and um, Chad, I, I wouldn't, have, wouldn't have caught him um, in the main. Uh, like we, I, I could hang for a little bit, and then once I lost touch, he just kept trucking away. Um, until and until Uh-oh. it stops. <laughs> so, uh, Chad, Chad, uh, so I come into pit. I found the, uh, the most reliable pit guy in the world. Name was Taylor. Nice guy. Anyway, so I come in at seven thirty to pit and I get gas like as anybody would, when you would pit, somebody puts gas in your tank, not for Chad. So <laughs> Chad comes through pit lane and there's nobody there. Nobody calls him in. Nothing. Oh. And you're like, hey, uh, Fuley McGee, where are you at there, buddy? Mr. Fuley. Yeah. <laughs> the man that was the greatest pitter that ever pitted before, he's gone. Can't find him. And so he comes through pit lane. Nobody's there. And then you make another lap, and then you come back through pit lane again, and nobody's there. And then you yell down at Taylor, like, dude, where's, where's this guy? Where's, where's dude? And, and he's just gone. Like, just, I don't think we ever saw him again. I think he eventually fueled my truck. I can't remember. I blacked out for a little while. Yeah. I would have been, I would have blind rage. Um, but by the time it was all said and done and that charade was settled and there was fuel in my truck to finish the race, I came out of the pit lane. Was it just in front of or behind you, Will? Just in front of, because I, in front of, yeah. So, so I was like, I couldn't recover mentally from that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we had, we had a race again and, uh, yeah. Um, it was I- pretty epic. It was pretty epic. Was it a pass? Oh, oh I can't remember if I was in the lead or not. I was in the lead. We, so we were, yeah. We, oh, go ahead. go ahead. I was really standing on it through this sweeper and there was a gap in the pipe, a little section where the pipe is missing and you're kind of following it around the sweeper, pretty high speed. Well, I kind of missed the apex by a little bit because the pipe's missing and just stuffed it full mm. speed into the end of a tube. <laughs> and uh, it was like, it had to have been hilarious for Will to go by me because it was just like, I stunned him gone. <laughs> I <laughs> bounced dude, backwards. Dude, I felt so bad. Like, Sawed off an A arm. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's what we, it, it was like the 500 times something like that's happened. Yeah, I couldn't believe how well you took it, honestly. Like, I was like, man, I can't believe you're not angrier about this situation. <laughs> I even said that. I think like, I can't believe how well you're taking this. Yeah, you're trying to get me fired up. Just no, think if I you were with me. I wasn't trying to. Yeah, Alex would have. The uh, truck would have been in half. Yeah, he probably just would have lit it on fire. Would have foot stomped <laughs> it a few times. Well, that's the thing. Like, I judge, I judge my traveling companion's reaction to <laughs> the crazy stuff off of Alex, right? So the person I'm usually with usually flips out. But I wasn't trying to get you fired up at all. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, like, it, dude, like, I don't like the Alex. Like in practice, Alex has destroyed cars. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just boop, wow, just like goes total. Uh, Total. Um, yeah, I almost broke my like X-ray Donkey in half this, this this Sunday. <laughs> wow! There you go. <laughs> um, 
But it seemed like there was something else I was going to say about that race. But I don't remember what it was now. Yeah, so I, I saw it off an A arm in mm-hmm. that little yeah. pipe stuff. You still got second. Then, so how big of a lead did you guys have? Or was it uh, that at the I end of the third. race? Oh, you did? I had oh. third. So yeah, I was going to pull off the track, and Will's like, "Can you finish?" I'm like, "Oh well, I guess I can." And I drove it around. And it was actually okay. I could turn all. I could jump everything and turn, but there was a you know a tire flopping. Yeah. So, yeah. And um, after that, had a pretty good lead. Yeah. After that happened, I was kind of rolling around. Uh, like I was just like, well, I'm going to take care of my truck now. And <laughs> yeah, you know, and, uh, the guy that got second, he was coming. I didn't realize he was, or I would probably would have just kept actually dri- like driving harder. Yeah. Um, he went by I, was, I can't think of his real name. Yeah. I know him. I've met him a, a bunch, but but yeah, we had uh, three ignite kits in the the top three. So, to how me, many, that was how many non ignite kits was there though? Uh, I can think of two, really? three, four. Because this, I mean, it's got to be pretty difficult to keep the old school gas trucks running just from parts standpoint. Yeah, I'd say half the field was mm. uh, like retro trucks. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I would, um, and they're all planning on uh, getting ignite trucks and. Um, I feel like going down there and having that presence and showing what the, the trucks are capable of, uh, capable of, um, definitely sell, sells the fact that this is an improvement on an old classic, you know, yeah. Yeah. Of, of the class. Like you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't race a, a B4 right now. I mean, you, I'd get the updated truck, man. <laughs> yeah. So, so- have you noticed, uh, over the, the last time we talked to you, which was in the spring actually, have you noticed that this summer there's been uh, a demand, like more of a demand for what yeah. you're making? It's just stayed level and it never, it just kind of stays level. It's just kind of consistent growth, consistent orders. I sell out really fast. Yeah. And I keep upping how much inventory I have after I, you know, every time I order and I keep selling out. So, you know, they're getting into people's hands and then, now we're trying to make a push to get people to actually participate and use them in events. Right. I think I saw over the weekends, um, hot rod hobbies had a whole bunch, I think. Oh really? I think so. They that's could have. A, that's a cool. track where I think would be dialed for gas truck. Cause it's all oh, outside man. I know. and it's, it's a decent size. You know, the jumps are just right. Yeah. Yeah. And he had such a huge following 10 scale, especially really. Yeah. They they run plenty of eight scale there too, so they have a really good blended crowd of nitro and ten mm-hmm. scale and everything. Yeah, perfect, kind of like your track. So yeah, yeah. There and, was another event this weekend at BNT Raceway in Florida, somewhere in Florida, Crestview. They did a charity race, benefit race, or something like that, and they had seven or eight trucks, I think. So there was a few. I, I always look for the live RC analytics for right. uh, what the gas trucks show up was for the week. There's weeks where it's zero. Well, and that's assuming that that those tracks are also putting that class in the right category too. Uh, that's true. Because yeah, you can you can true. if you somebody's not name it something else. Yeah, or they well, yeah. When you put it in the category, if somebody doesn't isn't paying attention, they could they there is a category for gas truck, but if somebody doesn't know what they're doing or is not paying attention, they could miss that. I see. That's so, not the end all be all. Yeah. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. Well, you said 720. Got to go? Yeah, I just had a little eyeballs peeking out the door right. over there at me. Okay. <laughs> nice. But thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, we should do it, do it more often. Good talking to you. The next uh, the next event at the Plex with Gas Truck is Techno Series Round 2, which is December 11th. I think Will and I were discussing that, and I think we're going to actually improve our entry count, it looks like. Two heats. I didn't make any guarantees, but I think we added a few. Yeah. If Jason would have been there all day, I probably would have given you guys two heats instead of putting you all into one. But I thought I was like, ah, 12 trucks, we'll be fine. Yeah, it's cool to see that many going around at once. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Yep. So, all right, guys. Awesome. Can't wait to see you the next round. All right. Yeah, definitely. See ya. Yep. Thank you. Thanks, Chad. Why don't we do a pivot lending break? And then we'll get into uh, this weekend's results and and talk about more stuff. And now, a word from our sponsors. Yeah! This is a pivot lending update with David Olson and Don Zoller. Get some. This is David Olson with Pivot Lending Group. Today is May 10th, 2021, and here to give you guys an update on Pivot Lending. Last time we were on the show, we had just opened up our new headquarters that were located at 470 Kipling in the Littleton, Colorado. Super excited about that. But we have also opened up an office outside of Las Vegas. So we have a new retail office there. And just two weeks ago, opened up an office in Salt Lake City. The office manager in Salt Lake City is Taylor Bills. So we're excited. Taylor's from the area. He's got an interesting past. He played professional baseball. He was a pitcher. He also, uh, I think it was the very first reality show on ABC, like America's Most Beautiful Person. He won it. And so he's really, uh, really great guy. Uh, so we are on the cusp of entering into some really exciting markets in the New England area. So stay tuned and look forward to to bringing the updates to you guys here probably towards the end of summer. David Olson, NMLS 16099. Don Zoller, NMLS 277589. Pivot Lending, NMLS 109-995. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm not exactly awake today. Like my, I look like I'm out of it. My hair, my hair is big, which is cool, but my eyes are just like, ah, <sighs> yeah. So I made Emerson get the live, the Xbox out and put it in the main TV because finally, for the first time in a while, I, I don't have any RC stuff to work on. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to play, I want to play some online stuff. I thought about. I, so I played Grand Theft Auto online last night and the next thing I know it was 4.30 a.m. in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I actually, I don't get to do this often, but I got to like watch my wife get ready for work because I was still awake. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I went to sleep and then I had to get up to go take my truck in to get it serviced at like 11 o'clock. So I haven't had that much sleep today. And then I was late today. Well, I got here on time, but I was I was so close to being late because a Omaha has a ridiculous amount of stupid drivers right now, and and b I was playing Red Dead online and I was in a really good poker game. Yeah, and I didn't want to leave the table, but I I ended up leaving the table at like six o two, and I'm usually here by six o'clock, so I was a little I was a little off. Yeah, and then all these dumb people were just going so slow and basically blocking me from getting here and not using their turn signals and yeah. Oh, it's frustrating. Is it a BMW? You know, 
No, uh, one of them was a big Dodge Ram truck. Mm. And it was just slow. And then he was like, you know how you get those two people that are both slow? And it's a, it's a city street, so you can't really get mad at him for being in the passing lane because it's not really a highway. It's just a city street. But they're just sitting there, like, stuck next to one another, and neither one of them is going to go, f- like, past each other. And so then you just have to sit there and wait behind him until one of them either turns off or you get that little crevice, and then you got to be that – that you got to do the cutoff move and hope that yeah. they don't have a weapon on him and come chasing mm-hmm. you or something like that. Or maybe I just think of that because I've been playing Grand Theft Auto the last day and a half. Yeah, probably. The winner is... We had a pretty good race weekend. Did we? You want to go over that? Sure. All right. Uh, So uh, Trevor was off. So I actually ran the races on Friday. And um, we had 38 entries, which is actually kind of low for a Friday night during the wintertime. But we had full heats of everything. So I think we had like 16 Plex Beckers. Um, we had a handful of stock buggies, a handful of mini truggies, a handful of four wheel drive, 10 scale buggies. And then we had a full heat of electric eight scale. Mm-hmm. So it was good. I, I, I felt good. I didn't make any changes from, from the techno series on my truck and on the, on the, um, on the low traction. Cause there wasn't as much grip. Yeah. Um, my car is pretty good. I got to figure out the high traction part with my techno e-buggy. Yeah. I got to do what um, the two Jareds are doing at the front end of that car. Definitely. So that's my goal for the next Techno Series is to have all that in place. Yeah. Um, but a Plexpec A main, this was pretty fun. This was a really fun main uh, to call, but also just to kind of watch. Um, uh, Michael Prendergast, Dalton Conrad, Emerson Sturgeon, uh, Caleb Woodard, they all kind of, and then uh, who's the other one? No, they all kind of were close to one another in qualifying. Emerson raced um, because all of his friends were there from from high school. And uh, Prendergast came from the three spot to get the one. Dalton wrecked. He was uh, he wrecked right away and then kind of had to fight his way back um, to get second. Emerson's been running our stock slash in Plexpec. And uh, again, we just kind of, on Friday nights, nobody cares. So we just kind of do that because it's a stock slash. And he just wants to race with his friends. So um, he did really good. Um, finished third. He made the truck look good. <laughs> Slash. Yeah. It's fun to watch. Uh, Jameson, um, he had a electric eight scale, which I normally don't allow in Plexpec, but because he didn't have any other car that night um, and he didn't, Trevor doesn't exactly convey the rule that well. Yeah. Um, so I let him run. Um, Caleb Woodard uh, got fifth. Chris Kinzer. Anson Meyer with his, uh, he's a, a guy who's been coming on um, Thursdays and practicing with, uh, with John and, um, uh, finished seventh. Uh, Jake Conrad was eighth. Ricky Kinzer was ninth. And then Trapper Bannister, which was his first time ever at the track, um, finished 10th, qualified 10th and finished 10th in Plex spec. So that's what we like to see in, uh, in stock buggy. Um, Diego Quintana pretty much, pretty much had this one. Um, Dylan Haas got second and Alex Eichler ran Plexpec and stock buggy, you know, to get some track time and he got 10 laps. So he did really good. And then mini truggy was, uh, was Ronnie went, um, Emerson TQ'd, uh, but he, like, what happened here? I think, I think Emerson was playing the weight game 
a little bit at the start. And then Ronnie was driving really good. And then Emerson couldn't catch him at the end. But they did finish, what was it, three thousandths of a second apart on the last lap. Yeah. And then Kip Chappell uh, missed first qualifier, but ended up finishing third. Um, John Haas, he broke. So kind of a bummer for John with the Truggy. And uh, 13.5 four-wheel drive, um, John Haas um, got it in gear there. He had to run back-to-back-to-back, to back to back and uh, which I feel bad because he's got a bad back too. <laughs> I didn't even think about that until like halfway through the e-buggy main. I was like, oh, man, sorry I'm making you stand the whole time. Diego got second, Connor got third, Dylan Haas fourth, Jake Conrad fifth, Dalton Conrad sixth, and Nick uh, Petrozak was seventh. I really like these Friday night um, 10 skill races because it's, it's, it's guys that are trying to get better over the winter time. Yeah, no, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's not the normal crowd that you would see, you know, you won't, you normally won't see the Vanderbeeks and the Ruben Kings come on a consistent basis on Friday night, but you will see these guys cause they're trying to get better. Yeah. And, no. And they just like doing it, you know, and then e-buggy and, uh, Jackson was faster than me pretty much all day and uh, um, TQ'd. The start was a little wonky. Um, he he bounced off a pipe early. I tried to slip by him. I got bounced into Nick Pavel was right there behind us, um, also trying to get through. And then um, I had second on Jackson. He put a move on me in the keyhole coming on the straightaway. And I was going to tuck in behind him and just kind of hang while he caught up to Nick. And then I rolled it at the end of the straightaway. And then I had to play catch up and I finally caught Nick past him. And I had actually John Haas was behind me at the start too, um, keeping good pace. But once I got away, I was just kind of a no man's land. I was like, well, like two minutes left to go. I could see I was gaining on Jackson, but I was like, but the gap was so big. I'm like, well, I have seconds. Cool. You know, whatever. Well, then Jackson got hung up with like every car on the track all at once, basically. (laughs) So, uh, I know him and Nick Pavel got together, uh, while he was trying to put a lap on him and all those, all that crashing. And the next thing you know, I'm in the lead and then, and Jackson's trying to catch me. And so he was overdriving a little bit and he crashed in the same spot that I crashed in where I lost too much time. And then that was pretty much that. Hmm. So I ended up with a six second lead, um, but just goes to show you got to hang in there. Got to don't ever give up, you know, never surrender, never surrender. Um, Jackson finished second. John Haas was third. Uh, Kip uh, Chapel finished fourth. Uh, Pavel was fifth. Ronnie went with six. Lance Murray was seventh. And Connor House, the drummer from Def Leppard, uh, was eighth. And I only we only call him that now because he still only has one hand. So oh, I'm not being mean. I hope I'm not being mean. I hope he doesn't think I'm being mean. I think it's, I think it's great. I think it's great. That's all right. I think it's a great nickname. If he get, if he gets all healed up and he can use his hand again, then we'll have to think of something else. Yeah. So here's where my rate, my weekend started to get kind of crazy. So th- this is when th- this was one of those weekends for me where I was kind of over it. Like mm-hmm. just RC car, anything in general. Like, I really wish I had Sunday off because I would have just stayed home. But uh, yeah. we had we had 60 entries, which is a great turnout. That's a great club race turnout for carpet. 
um, multiple heats of almost everything. Stadium truck still only has like three or four entries, which is kind of weird this year, but you know, it is what it is, I guess. Um, I broke my Schumacher in practice. Yeah. I, I broke a rear hub and I went upstairs cause I'm like, I know I ordered Schumacher parts for this car and I went upstairs and I apparently I ordered every single part except for rear hubs. So my Schumacher was done for the day and I had just gotten it. Like I had, I, the stock setup. I'm going to tell you guys something, my personal opinion, the stock setup out of the box and I'm a, I'm a stock setup guy, right? Um, I don't mind changing stuff. I, it's part of the hobby. It's fun, but I do think that, um, these, these out of the box car setups should, should at least sort of work. I've always, yeah. I've always thought that it always made me mad when you'd buy it, when you'd get a car and the box setup was terrible. Then you had to go in and do a bunch of stuff, you know? Um, I'm not saying the Schumacher setup is terrible. I'm saying that it's weird for something that's basically known to be a carpet car. To me, the stock setup is really soft and it doesn't come with any sway bars. The car's four. The car's four hundred four. This is my main gripe. The car is four hundred four dollars, like like sale like sale price. Yeah, it doesn't come with sway bars. And it wasn't a dirt version or something like that. Maybe it is, but it comes with a gear diff. That's odd. It's weird. So, so for me, it just the associated carpet car comes with comes with sway bars, comes with a gear diff. The dirt car. No sway bars, but it comes with the ball diff. The Schumacher car, the LD2, it comes yeah. with a gear diff, and it was okay to drive. If I was running stock, it'd be dialed. Like seriously, it would have been fine. Yeah, but I'm yeah. running mod, and it's it's it was way too soft. So I made some changes to the car in practice. I put a front sway bar on it because they didn't have any rear sway bars in stock. So I just went with what we had. And that car was really good. And I was, I was actually kind of excited for the day to begin. And then my last practice I did, I rolled it at the end of the straightaway. I broke a rear hub. Did somebody hit you? Nope. Just did it all by myself. Just snap rolled and snapped her. Yep. Super dumb. And, uh, Garrett Paul let me drive his, uh, let me borrow his buggy. Cause he had to leave. No, and, that was nice of him. But it was a stock buggy, but I entered it in mod anyways. Cause the stock and mod times, it, Mod, mod driven right a mod would be at least three or four tenths of a second faster. Those yeah. guys like Caden, I think did a 12, six in mod two wheel. And the fastest, really? the fastest that the stock guys did was I think a 13 flat. So, hmm. so I mean, uh, the, the, the funny thing about it is, is, uh, I know I'm getting ahead of myself here, but, um, when you're running a stock buggy in a mod class with mod drivers that are good, there's no room for error. <laughs> like you can't make any mistakes, period, you know? And I made a couple mistakes all day and then we'll get to the main here in a little bit, but it was really funny. I would have TQ'd expert stock, but I was fifth qualifier in mod. So, yeah. So we've, and that's just goes to show that we've got some really good mod drivers too. And they, they really like going fast on carpet, which is fun. So that was the start of my weekend. I broke that and then I was happy because then I got to borrow a car and I just sort of, my, my mentality going into it from there was, okay, just salvage what you can for points because Ethan Delaire wasn't there. So all of us, all of us that are there that know that Ethan's going to be back and he's going to have his three drops out of the way, we're all like, okay, we got to get, we got to score some points, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Well, that didn't happen for me. So yeah. <laughs> hey boy, that's no good. Yeah, it's no good. Uh, Plexpec was uh, a lot of fun. Connor Hausch uh, got the TQ and a win. Um, he actually drove his, his four wheel drive first, and then he switched to his two wheel drive and went faster. Um, Carson Sanders did really great. Um, boy, he, he just needs to knock some mistakes out and he would have had him cause he was on a 17 lap pace all day with qualifying and just the mistakes ended up, uh, setting him back a little bit. Uh, Ryan Nemec with another great yeah, podium for the kiddo. Um, he's, he's another one, him and his dad and his, his bro, when he shows up are getting better and better. Um, Chris Kinzer. Uh, his first time on the carpet off-road, finished fourth. Um, Isabella was fifth with her buggy. Um, they got rid of the Super Bandit, and they're, they're running a regular um, off-road car now. Uh, Sawyer Haley, the Haley's were there, um, or at least Sawyer and Jason were, uh, was sixth. And Camden Mosier, um, I think he broke out, so he was in seventh. And we actually had a B-Main, but the time disparity was pretty big, so I put I kind of split the split him up a little bit. And we still did bump ups. So this is that short class of 13.5. Chance Rolk uh, brought his truck, got the TQ and a win. Um, Jake Poteet was second. Easton Mosier was third. And Joe Anderson was fourth. Um, nice to see Joe down there. All right, mod two will drive. Brian Burnt got two wins in a row last week and this week. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Yep. Um, Qualified fourth, and just uh, this is one of those things where it's like, um, the kind of the experience kind of came in. He just didn't crash near as much as everybody else did. Yeah, and he was fast. I, yeah. I love those races. Yeah. Uh, Dayton Mosier was second, and then I ended up finishing third. Um, Jackson had a blowout. Uh. Cody Lenners uh, was fifth. Caden Bairding qualified second, had a super fast car all day, and just the 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 mistakes kind of caught up to him. Yeah. He tried to pass me on the outside of this roller, and we made contact. But, dude, <laughs> that's one of those things where you're like, okay, that t- totally was not my fault. Plus, not only that, I just want to say, Caden, I love you. I know you watch this show, but he, you should have seen it. It's on video. So Rod Case got video and then I did the live stream. Watch Rod Case's A main video because I think it's the second lap or third lap where Jackson crashes. We all, everybody's scrambling for position. I finally kind of squeeze up there. I'm either, I think I'm in second maybe or something like that. And because I got a stock on the straightaway, I got nothing, right? So I just, (laughs) I just parked my car right in the middle of the straightaway while everybody's you know, gain it up to me and Caden doesn't lift at all and just hammers me at the end of the straightaway. And we both go tumbling into the wall at the end of the straight. Yeah. Yeah. It was rough. So, but the, the end wasn't my fault either. Cause I, I had, first off, I had the inside position coming up to the corner and second off, he tried to pass me in the outside of this jump and he touched my wheel or my wheels. And he ended up doing this huge air flip. Like, it got all twisted and and then and then crashed and then he was a little he was a little mad at himself I think for that but man it was cool for my end I was like well that's pretty neat but I also wasn't gonna stop because 
you got to pass me. You can't, you know, that wasn't my fault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Sorry. Yeah, he, like, yeah, just because my car, I mean, his position, right? Yeah. Like, you're just going to pull over. And then I almost had Dayton. Like, did, did you? Dayton had him on. I had a stock. I almost had him. It was second to last lap, and I just love tapped the pipe just enough to uh, to spread us out again. But I almost had him. Yeah, that would be cool. This track was this weekend's track was very tight. Um, it was a fun track. I didn't do any elevation changes. It was all just jumps and uh, and, and like a middle tight one. Well, the onward guys made this really back and forth track, and it really mm-hmm. uh, it was really tight. Let me put it that way. Yeah, and they had they're running on road on they were running on road on Sunday, so I didn't want to change the track. Because mm-hmm. then I'd have to change it back, and I just want to go home when we get done, you know. So next yeah. next week, I think I'm going to change the track to suit the off road a little bit more. Sure. Okay, and then we got full mains. So the expert stock, um, Tyler Brinkerhoff won this one, and he won by a lot. Uh, he ended up winning by eight laps. He was he was gone. I mean, he was nobody could touch him. He did really good, and he stayed out of trouble in traffic. Didn't nothing really dumb happened at all. Um, John Bairding. Uh, salvaged a good day from fifth to second. Um, Mike Sanders from fourth to third. Chance Rolk uh, was in the game the whole race. Um, ended up finishing fourth with just some just some bad luck. Jake Poteet was fifth. Dayton Moser was sixth. Corey Tanhill was seventh. And Daniel Bender made the expert main uh, nice. with the bump up and finished eighth. And uh, he wasn't sure if he was going to race this one because I I had to put. I had to, the way the marshalling situation worked, I had to put expert and independent back to back. Yeah. And it's, it's pretty rare to get somebody that's racing both to be in the same, you know, to be in both mains. And he was kind of the, he was kind of the one. Well then, uh, Bender, the following race for independent buggy, he went out there and he won independent buggy. So that's pretty awesome. Daniel had a good day. Yeah. Um, Phil Palmer got a TQ and a win. So, or a TQ in a second. So they basically split a hundred points for the week. Um, Cody Mosier was third. Ronnie went, he's, he's been, he's been getting better and better. Um, ended up fourth. Josh McMullen was fifth. Rod case running independent, uh, was sixth. Lance Murray was seventh and Jason Haley was eighth. And the seven and eight car also bumped up from the lower main. And then 13, five was, uh, uh, Mike Sanders with the win chance roll second, uh, chance got the TQ. So they're going to split hundred points for the day. Uh, Brinkerhoff from the four to the three. So he had a podium finish for two out of his three races. Uh, Matt Mosier was fourth. Cody Mosier, fifth. John Berardine, Cal Sawyer, uh, his first time racing on carpet. Um, his kid was also here. Um, Haley, is it Haley or Caden? Caden Sawyer. And uh, he was in the B main Plex, and it was his first time on carpet too. That's pretty cool. Yep. Ronnie went uh, broke, I think. And, uh, and then... We had two mod four-wheel drives. They kind of just didn't really take it that seriously. But um, Caden Bairdine won it. Dayton Moser got second. Dayton did have the fastest lap, though, and I was I was watching him uh, when this lap happened. He had a 12-2 in mod four-wheel. It was really fast. Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty quick. Yes, very, very fast. And then real quick, um, I just want to go over the winter series because we didn't talk about the first one. Um because uh, I was a weekend, I was back from the doing the race in Hutch. Oh yeah, um, they had sixty-five entries, so they got the off-roaders by five. Yeah. Um, but whatever, you know, it's gonna happen. Um, your TCS spec 
uh, A main. So this, these are the TTO2s. They got to run, uh, I think it's the Reedy 215 uh, um, fixed timing motor or the stock uh, brush motor. And uh, Jim, Jim Hungate with the win. Mark Brigatti with second. Mark Ebner was third. Barry Evelyn was fourth. Tony Price, fifth. Uh, Tom Quidensley. Six, Ron Chapluski was seventh, Lance Chapluski was eighth, and Ben Chapluski was ninth. So the Chapluskis were seventh, eighth, and ninth. Ooh. That's pretty fun. Um, USGT, this one sucked for me because uh, I had to work on Sunday. I was off at five. Um, it was like 4.30 or something like that. And all of a sudden, the Plex got really busy. So on Sundays, we're always busy from like noon to two for sure like just hammered nonstop. And then we usually get a break after that. Well, it was so busy and I knew my race was coming up and I'm like, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make my race. And then I finally got to squeeze out of there and I opened the door and I started to walk downstairs and I looked at the TV and I saw that the race had already started. And I was like, gosh, darn it. Like, Oh, they just had to wait for like two minutes and I would have made it. And also, somebody always usually comes up and says, hey, Alex, your race is up. Well, nobody did that, and then they start without me. So whatever. It is what it is. Bummer. Yeah, I know. Uh, Mike Clement uh, destroyed everybody again. Um, his stuff's really fast. Uh, I had nothing for him. I mean, it, he was pulling me on the straightaway, and I honestly don't know how to make my stuff any faster. So um, Ken McKenney qualified second, finished second. Um Dustin Gokenauer finished third. Eddie Vasquez was fourth. Uh, Jaden Rieger, I think that's how he get his last name, was fifth. Dennis Reardon was sixth, and then I finished seventh because I wasn't there. And I did qualify third. So you never know. But uh, I would have I had nothing for Mike. I know that for sure. Yeah. Still funny to beat Kenny, though. Why? <laughs> just because. It's just... <laughs> Kenny out-qualified me, though. We had a really good second qualifier. Dude, the first qualifier was so dumb. So uh, this is what this is what always gets me. So I was really stressed out from, still stressed out from Saturday. Honestly, didn't want to be there. I was kind of over RC cars. And I wasn't going to race, but I'm like, ah, all my stuff's here. I'll try to race, see if I can make it happen. And I go out there, and I tag that, that chicane. That's like my least favorite part of the track. And my front left body clip came off. And so my body was like half off and that was like 30 seconds into the race. And so then I'm just like stewing about it. Cause I'm like, gosh, darn it. This is so dumb. Why am, why is this? Why, 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 why? And so then I just smashed it into the, into the pipe near the chicane so that I could pick it up when I walked by and I grabbed it. And then I went back upstairs cause we were busy and I, I felt bad. So I was pretty stressed out. So I know that looks bad. I just want to apologize to everybody. Like it wasn't any, but the thing is, is when I get, when I get, when I get pissed off at stuff, when I get mad at RC, it's, it's normally stuff that I've done. I've, I rarely will ever, you'll rarely ever see me get mad if at somebody hacking me. I mean, I might say I might mouth off on the driver's stand, but I'm not going to do it. Like, I'm not going to like come off and shoulder check somebody. I'll ne you'll never see me do that. Usually if I'm mad at something, I'm mad at because of my own stupidity or my own driving or something like that. So that's what I was mad at. I was mad at the body clip coming off my body coming off, which was screwing with my head. Cause I'm like, now I can't drive right. 
why am I here? This is dumb. This is stupid. I need to go mm-hmm. back to, I need to go back to work. And so then I just picked my car up and I went back to work. But yeah. then my second qualifier is fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. And then, then they went without me for the main. So then I was upstairs. I probably had a dad face for about five minutes, but then I was over it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Uh, yeah, well. Yeah, well. Vintage Trans Am. Uh, Dennis Rarden um, got the win by a lot, like one lap. Uh, Dustin Gokenauer, Chris Tyler, Eddie Vasquez, Nate Anderson, Tony Cook, Jay Hines, and Olin Hines in Vintage. And then you had... Formula One, and uh, I'm always tempted to try to race this class, and then I remember why, and then I'm like, nah, I don't need to do that. Um, besides, I would have had to work. I would have missed it. Uh, Ken McKinney uh, finished second. I'm sorry, qualified second, finished first. Jaden uh, Rieger with second. Olin Hines, third. Ben Seedlick was fourth. Mark Ebner was fifth. Jason Snodgrass, Mason Ebner, Tony Cook, and Jim Hungate. It looks like Tony Cook must have broke or something, and then there's a big jumble of, of positions in that mid-pack, but they all finished. So I'm not really sure what would have happened there. They had, I think they had like 12, 12 scales. Nope, they only had eight 12 scales, but he put it into the A and B main because of the, the lap difference. Uh, Mike Clement with another solid performance here jason Schald, chris tyler uh ben uh fenton um and kobe krell uh were your top five there nice and uh i'm not gonna race 12 scale this year i bought one and i i i practiced with it for a few weeks and then i was like nah 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 i don't like that solid axle thing yeah i wouldn't want to race 12 scale either I don't, the solid axle thing, I, after driving it, I'm like, this is dumb. Yeah. So if I, if I do it, I'm going to, I'll get one of the diff. Okay. Yeah. A gear diff though. The, the gear diff thing I think is cool. I want to try yeah, it. Is, I want to try a car with a gear diff. Huh. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I didn't know that existed. Mm-hmm. They got them with the gear diff now because they're putting like one or two million weight or 20 million. They're basically making them like a spool, but they, because it's still a, you know, it gives a little bit. Yeah. Um, GTE. So these are those cool Tamiya cars with the inboard suspension that look like the uh, Formula E cars. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is Tim Ski's class. So uh, Tim got the win. Nate Anderson with the two. Dennis Reardon all the way down to third. Mike Soltow was fourth. Mark Ebner was fifth. Barry Evelyn was sixth. Tom Kudensley was seventh. And then Pro 10. These are 10 scale pan cars. Uh, Mike Clement, another TQ in a win. Uh, Jason Schald was second. Kobe Krell was third. And Will Frerichs was fourth. And that was your on road series race, too. And that completes our weekend. So, all, all in all, we had so 60 and 60. So, it's 120. So, and then another 40. So, we had 100. What is it, 160 entries for the weekend? Yeah. It's not too bad. That's pretty pretty awesome, actually. Yeah. That's really good. And that's what the Plex was intended for, to have all these different styles of racing that we can do. Yeah. We do it all. Next week is uh, Friday uh, on the dirt, uh, the Syndicate, 
and then dirt oval. And that means that I got to get the dirt oval put back together tomorrow. And I'm going to start building my 24 scale uh, rock crawling course tomorrow too. Oh, really? Yeah. That'll be cool. Yeah, it's going to be really good. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Do you have one? Okay. You want to go through the comments and then we'll bail? Yeah. Comment and it up. Comment it up. Let's see what we got here. Let's see. We got, uh, we had uh, Nick Nuthouse, Peter Renault, Andy Barrett. Um, Nuthouse and uh, Renault are Patreon members. Yay! Um, I think Sam Saunders, I think that's who that is, is on here. Travis Clancy. Uh, TJ Barrett said that TJ made the A and two-wheel drive expert down there at Fastlane. Oh, wow. Yeah, TJ went to his first out-of-town race. I think that was his first out-of-town race. Oh, cool. Was down there. Man, that's uh, that's got to be kind of a shock <laughs> Go, going from our track to a smaller track. You yeah. Know? And see how they do it somewhere else, mm-hmm. you know? Like we kind of like kind of take that for granted. Like, well, I mean, like my first travel race that I ever went to was the Hobby Haven races. So, mm. and I'd just been racing outdoor, so it really wasn't a big deal. But these ten scale indoor tracks are, can be so completely different. Yeah. Let's see. There was the uh, the the the, tra- the the track before Blue Groove that was in the mall. What did they call that? The Electric Pit. The Electric Pit. There you go. That one's that one's pretty small. Yeah, that was tiny. And then there was a track in Fort Dodge in like 2006, maybe, that was really, really small. And I traveled with Tony Price and um, Chuck Hutchins, who passed away, passed away recently, um, up there for a race at that one. And uh, my goodness, <laughs> that one was so small. Chuck yeah. had this Chuck had this one eight I think it was a one eighteen scale. Remember the one eighteen scale Kyosho off road car? The, yeah, the Inferno. The Mini Inferno. Yeah. He had like every metal upgrade for that thing. I remember it. I think I even drove that. Dude, that thing that was thing. sick. On that little baby track, that thing was awesome. I, I actually told him I was gonna buy it from him and then I reneged on it. I felt kind of bad. So, yeah. I don't know. Oh well. It was just one of those deals. It was funny. I was like, I'm sorry, I can't buy it. Yeah. I changed my mind. Yeah, that one was tiny. Where I'm trying to think if there was anything else that used to be. I think that was the smallest track I've ever raced on was the Fort Dodge one. Yeah. I never went to the electric pit, so I guess I can't compare it. That's the smallest track, 10 skill track I've ever raced on, I think. Yeah. Still. Uh, um. Riley Filbert said I was a missed text away from getting a gas truck today. Oh, really? Yeah. What kind? Yeah, I'll have to find out. He would have got his hair all tangled up in the gears, though. Yeah. But he had to get a haircut. Grace gas truck. Peter Renault says uh, crushed up stove top stuffing and use it as a topping for all kinds of food. Sprinkle it on poutine? Oh yeah, that's like uh, was it the fries with gravy, brown gravy on them, like in uh, Canada? That's a thing. Oh, it's pretty good. Um, Jackson wants to know how you throw a rod so I know what to do or prevent it. 
Dude, I don't know how how that happened. Like we weren't even beaten on it or nothing. It was just one of those fluke things. That's a that's the first time it's ever happened to me ever. But I don't know. Um, I mean, tra- Chad's engines run great. I'm I'm just the uh, unlucky guy that got one that did it. You know, uh, it like there's I don't know how many TGs that have been sold and all of them have been fine. But you know, just bad luck. It happens. Uh, who blew up, who blew up a rod when I was sitting, I was being his pit guy, Tommy DeFreeze, Tommy DeFreeze. That's right. We were at the RC pro series race and I was trying to get him to keep his engine revved up before the start. And he was, he was wailing on it. <laughs> yeah. And then it went ping. And I was like, yeah, I looked up at him. I'm like, I think you're done. Yeah. <sighs> yep. Dude, they they uh they had to restart that race or the gas truck race like four times. Yours? Yeah, they they kept restarting it until everybody got through the first corner without running into each other. Oh, really? And I was like, I just kind of thought, it's like, can't we just race? Mm. You know, like, I it just was like, the first one is like, okay, well the first because Chad was TQ, and I got him on the inside of the first corner and they restarted, and I was like, well damn it like now he knows what i'm gonna do (laughs) (laughs) you know is one of those and then like it's like dude the track's kind of low grip and these are two-wheel drive trucks and i just don't think everybody's it just isn't gonna happen yeah everybody's gonna make it through dude it's like uh it's like starting the c main of four-wheel drive short course truck yeah man like it just it is what it is you know i I got somebody angry at me once because I, I wouldn't restart like the D main of four by four short course truck once. And I'm like, dude, you'd have to restart every single time. <laughs> Just can't do yeah. it. Right. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I get re- restart sometimes if they're needed. I never argue with the race director if, if he got one or didn't get one. You know, I mean, it's, it's to their discretion. Generally speaking, my rule has always been don't because... If you start doing restarts, then when you don't do a restart, that's when you're going to run into trouble with, with your, with your racers. Yeah. I always drive like there's not going to be one Yeah, every time. If everybody understands there's not going to be a restart, you know, then, then it is what it is. But cause then, then, then the calls for about favoritism and all that crap start coming up and I just don't want to mm-hmm. deal with any of that. That being yeah. said, I think I did restart last week's independent buggy, a main. Mm hmm. But part of it was because there was two jump starts and I was going to let it go. And then the first corner was, it was a dumpster fire. Just chaos. And I was like, all, yeah. right, all, right, all right, bring it back, bring it back. And I'm like, I never do this. I never do this. I just want you guys to know. But I felt like it was appropriate. The race director's discretion. Yep. Uh, Matt Kessel says that he had to work the day after PMB this year. So he drove back through the night with a trailer 11 hours to get back just in time to start working. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know what happened to me. I used to be able to do that sort of thing, and I can't do that now. Yeah. And then I'm like, my wife's like, well, you're 43 years old. Like, well, yeah, that's right. I forgot. Yeah. And thanks for thanks reminding for me. Thanks for reminding me. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for letting me know. I just want to remind everybody that my wife's five years older than I am. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, John Haas says that uh, a dude I talked to on Facebook went to that race in Florida, put his radio 
on his truck while loading up and drove to the track. Needless to say, when he arrived, he had no more radio. Uh, devastation. Have you ever done that? Nope. Dude, I got super lucky once. I was, uh, so my, my mom and stepdad and I, and I don't know if my sister was with me or not. I can't remember if she was, but we were, we were being taken to my dad's place in Perry, Iowa, and we had stopped. I, I was basically holding my, my, uh, uh, double XT in my lap and we had stopped and for some reason, and I got out and I put it on top of the car and then we all got in and then we took off down the road and like two or three miles later, I realized, holy crap, I don't have my truck on me anymore. And I said, stop, 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 stop. And I stopped and I got out of the car and I looked and it was hanging off the back windshield. Like, it, you know how the wind, it was a sedan. So the window came down and the truck had slid down and had gotten right where the, 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 uh, Dude. the, the window meets the, the trunk basically. Yeah. Dude, I got super lucky. Cause that would have been, I would not have been able to recover financially from that one. <laughs> at least I'm never going to financially recover. Well, I was 17. I wouldn't have been able to afford to get a new truck for a while. I would have been out for the whole no. summer. Yeah. No, man. I got super lucky. <laughs> Tiger King. When that, <laughs> when that person got their arm eaten off, I'll never, I'm never going to financially recover. From this. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've never actually seen Tiger King. God. I'm sorry. It it doesn't interest me at all. I have no interest. Dude, you're breaking my heart. I'm sorry. My interest in in pop culture stuff has really waned the last couple of years. I got to be honest with you. Yeah, mine too. But you got to make time for some some, uh, Tiger King. Uh, Tiger King's a big one. There's going to be a two. Dude, Tiger King two. You ready? I don't know what they're what they what else can they do? The first movie that I'm gonna see since this whole COVID thing went down is Ghostbusters Afterlife on Thursday. Really? Cannot wait. I'm super I'm, I've I haven't been so hyped for a movie in a really long time that it better not suck because I'm gonna be I'm gonna be one of those uh just completely douche canoe people in the theater that'll just be like, This is stupid. Where are you gonna uh see it at uh just down the street at the majestic on the corner okay they got the cool seating where you can like lean back who's going with you gretchy oh okay and emerson why do you want to go on a date yeah maybe we need a we need a bro night yeah yeah uh uh john haas says omaha is the capital of bad drivers i don't know i read that i read it reddit likes lincoln yeah reddit likes to say that and uh I'm I I've been to Dallas and I personally feel like the the Dallas loop that goes around the city Mm -hmm. is a just a death trap because like every I swear to God every time I go down there every single off ramp there's a wreck Mm -hmm. and people just go right by you when I when I was in uh, going through Kansas City to get to Chad's house on Thursday night there was uh, of course like I'm trying to like look at my phone to read the map to know where I'm going. And my wife calls me and uh, I'm trying to do talk to her, drive and look at the map. So I have the map or my phone like sitting on my uh, 
dash uh, instrument cluster. Yeah. Instrument cluster or like mm. the dash. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, I do that so I can watch TV while I drive. Yeah. Uh, it's perfect. You know, like, uh, I, I do it too. It's true. Um, uh, anyway, um, so I, I did that. I'm like trying to look, do this thing and like, uh huh. Yeah. I'm almost there. I'm, you know, and, um, all at once, like we're going 70 and a 50, just roll, like staying with traffic at 70 miles an hour and everybody stops. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, it's like one of those, ah, like <laughs> they come to a stop and like, I, I go back out and come back in to slow the car down. So I don't hit anybody. And, um, there was like a SUV that just got the snot knocked out of it somehow. I don't know. It was all clobbered up on the side of the road. That was the first time I'd ever seen road flares used. Oh, like they had road flares, like all like for like half, half to a quarter mile. Hmm. Like I'd never seen like actual flares on the ground, but they had them down there. Hmm. Uh, Mirror Valley uh, wanted to know, have you guys tried the 6.3 wide rear D pivot to give your, to give you even more rear toe, and I assume that's for the gas truck. Who? What was it? The the what pivot? The, the six three wide rear D pivot. Will that fit on a gas truck? I don't know. So we ran uh, five degrees of toe, and we took all the anti squat out of them. Mm. Uh, so we were running all the way up and out in the D mount, and yeah, all the way down and in in the C mount, and that was the move. But that is so much toe that I don't know if you could actually get the pin. You might have to thin the arm out yeah. to keep it from hitting the transmission. I'm sure you could get it on there, hmm. but I, I'm not sure how it would drive. It goes straight. I, I was, little, I was when you said five. I was like, oh my gosh! But then I remember. I think cast. I think the GT had four degrees stop. Yeah, I, and then you I, could get well, the you could get the aftermarket hubs that gave you more. Yeah. Cause that, yeah, that was the way they did it on like for pretty much everything up and up to the B4, like you to change rear toe, you ran three and one on the in inboard. And then you added toe with different hubs on the, uh, outer, uh, on the hub yep. on that side of the arm. Yep. But I suppose that's an option. I hadn't thought about that. Uh-huh. That's a really good idea. Should look into that. Yeah. Jackson Anderson just wanted to say that he did get a 12.5 in the in the mod buggy A main on Saturday. No, oh, I'll keep it up. And then he had the race, I guess is what he wants to say, in the mail. And in the mail. Oh, in the main, I still had fast lot before he broke. Well, he still broke, though, so that doesn't count. Oh, man. Oh, man. Fast lap awards so many points and so much money. Yeah. I forgot, Jackson. I really did. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for reminding us. Uh, okay, just a couple more. Then this is kind of a long show, um, but it's fine. Uh, Daniel want, says, "How do you know if a ball cup is going to come off?" Usually, right after it does. Yeah, I that ball cups are one of those preventative things. I I, I switched out every single ball cup on Emerson's mini truggy before the Techno series. Yeah, I uh, I'm gonna do a, a ball cup replacement on my gas truck. Just because uh, I and I use titan the titanium ball studs, mm. and they seem to fit the ball cup better than the kit ones. Yeah, you know, I I think at least 
and I polish all that stuff and, you know, get her, get her extra free. Extra free. That's all the comments. John Haas says he's lived in, he lived in Lincoln for five years. Lincoln is basically just a slower version of Omaha yeah. terrible drivers. Sure. My problem is that today we're going to get off tangent again real quick, but t- today, for instance, I was trying to get here and there's a gas station that, uh, that I like to go to before I come here. And it's got, it's got in the parking lot, it's got one way in and then it's got a left lane and a right lane, left lane for turning left and a right lane for turning right. Cause it just, the, that's, that's your option. And it never fails. And whenever I'm running late, I need to get here and I roll in there and I get my stuff. And then I come here, some giant turd wagon in a, in like a, <laughs> like, like 29 plates, which is, which is Blair, you know, or whatever County that is to the North of us, they, they come in and they take, they put their vehicle right in the middle of that. So, so you can't, so they, you have to wait for them to turn left. And the problem is, is I get here during rush hour. And so most Omaha drivers, not only do not know how to zipper merge, but they also don't really like to let people in period. And so you're, you got this guy in front of you that's blocking everybody that wants to get out and turn right, trying to turn left and nobody will let him in. And so then you got to sit there for like 10 minutes and wait for traffic to clear up just enough that they can drive out there. And then you always end up with that one guy that's like, there's a car way off in the distance. I'm not going to go. And so now he's mm-hmm. blocking it and he's missed his chance. And he just, he just, I can't say the word, but the whole line, he just ruins the whole line. So then we got to sit there for another whole like cycle before it clears out again. And it's like another five or 10 minutes. And then you just, I, at that point I, I wish I could get out of the car and just yell at people for being dumb. Yeah. But I know you're dumb and you're not really supposed to. I did that once to a bus driver at that same, at that same, uh, intersection. I think I did that to a bus driver because I knew that the chances of the bus driver pulling a gun on me and shooting me was going to be pretty low. It was like a yeah. school. It was like a school bus, and uh, I was waiting there to turn left so I go back to work. And uh, I had more than enough time, more than enough time. So I pull, and there was a red light anyway. So was, we weren't going to go anywhere. So I pulled out, and then there was a guy coming out of tractor supply company, and he was been waiting for a while. So then I let him get in front of me and apparently the bus driver that had finally caught up behind me didn't like that. And he just wailed on his horn the whole time. And I was watching him in the rear view mirror, like screaming and yelling in the car and pointing at me and, and honking the horn and pointing at me some more. And finally I was like, and we were still at a red light. So we weren't even going to go anywhere. Yeah. And so then I was sitting in my car. I'm like, this uh, honking at me. What the hell is he honking at me for? And I'm like, and it's a bus driver. Like, it's so weird. So I, I put my truck at park and I opened up the door and I walked over to his window and I was like, dude, where are we going to go? It's a red light. Why are you honking at me? And he's like, you better get back in your car. And I'm like, just tell me where we're going to go. Where'd you think we were going to go? Just tell me that and I'll be fine. And, uh, he like, he's, he's like, get back in your car, get back in your car. I'm like, all right, fine. Get back in my car. Just obviously we're not going anywhere. So so then we got up to the light and this is what I like to do in this situation. <clears throat> we got up to the light and you can turn right on red. Okay. So then I did not turn right on red and I waited until all the traffic was ready to go. And then I went and I peeled off right in front of that traffic line. 
and I got him stuck back there. So screw that guy. <laughs> the perfect crime. The perfect crime. <laughs> you gonna race Friday? Nah. Okay. I gotta. I gotta. I should stay home. I, I wish. Probably could. could I wish race. I could stay home. Yeah, I probably could race. Um, I mean, I know I can race. Yeah. I. Uh, I just. I've been hitting it pretty hot and heavy here. Yeah. Winter series, Oklahoma. Yeah, you need some me time. Yeah. I need to work on my house. Emerson's all hyped up to race all of a sudden again. I don't know what's going on. He wanted, That's great. He wanted to get dropped off at Hobbytown today, and I'm like, nah, dude, I don't want to go to Hobbytown. It's my day off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to go there. You're begging him to race. I know. Like, why, why doesn't he like to race, Dad? I want to race. He's yeah, like, I, I could practice my mini trucking, and I'm like, I bet you could, but it's my day off, dude. Sorry. Why would you do such a thing? Because he needs. He, I, it's my day off. I, I, I want to go I, there. Because what'll happen is I'll go there and then I'll walk in and somebody will ask me something, which is fine. I don't get me wrong. I'll answer the question and I'll be happy about it. But I'm not working. It's my day off. Yeah. Mondays are my day off. That's like everything you've ever wanted for the last like. He's 10 got years. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Fine. It'll be fine. I'll take him those days. He's probably like going to be driving his truck and he'll crash it and break it. And he'll, probably. He'll be, he'll be like, see, Dad, if I could have practiced the other day. <laughs> probably. He'll find some yeah. excuse. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Anyways, we better go. This is a long one. Sorry. It was long. That's okay. But I got to make dinner. Yeah. I got to go. I got to go home and get back online. <laughs> get back on the line. Huh? Yeah. Well, that's cool. I, uh, I need to start playing uh, Ocarina of Time again. I, I've been slacking. That's one thing I really want to do, like on Friday night, Saturday, yeah. stay up all night playing video games. Yep. I haven't done that in I wanna, like, a few, um, like a month. I We had Resident Evil 2 downloaded on the Xbox once, and then Emerson deleted it, so I got to re-download it. Oh, yeah, at so, least you still have it. Yeah, we still have the, the disc, sec- so it's not a big you deal. You said the second one? Yeah, the remake Resident Evil 2. Yeah, I, I, I beat it three times like there's two uh, two times or one way one way and then i think there's an i did it in hard or yeah. something like that yeah i know i just i just know that i just know that when i do that i'll get i'm gonna get really into it and i'm not gonna focus on anything else so i always try to find when i have a day a day off or two yeah i just well i have a playstation 4 and it's like man i, I never turn that thing on anymore yeah and so it's like I'm gonna have to turn that on and have to update it. So it'd be like another like half hour before I can even play anything. It's like, eh, yeah. let's get my Switch out. Okay, I'll All see right. you guys. Yep, see you guys. Thanks for listening. Bye.